What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. For the people by the people. A melting pot for all to see. Welcome back. Welcome back. I am Christian Horn. This is the Sports Church. You can go and hear all of our podcasts and our clips on any of the platforms that you typically surf on. You can hear us on Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and so many more, including iHeartRadio. And you can go to iHeartRadio and Type in my name, Christian Horn Sports Church, and you will see over 300, 300 clips and, and our archive, our library is there. I'm allowing you to go to the library. Many of you haven't gone since high school, but we've got so many interesting topics. And my guy, Gen Z on the other side, he helps come up with the brands of what you can actually click on and can interest you. And, and those names mean something. They, they just do. Well, for those of you who have been texting me who want that football fix, I'm going to give it to you. Uh, breaking news, Nick Saban. Nick Saban has basically become persona non grata. It is nothing happening in March uh, that to brag about. And if we're talking about college and we're talking about college sports, the only sports that a lot of things are going on on college campuses are kids are getting ready to take their finals. They have gotten out of spring break. They just got back, and they're rolling, rolling, rolling into graduation season and prom season for high schoolers. All of that's happening. I mean, that's the culture here in the South. You you go to spring break, you come back, you go to the prom, and then you graduate if you're a senior. So it's getting really, really busy, um, and we have to follow it. We have to keep our eyes on what's going on, and we will. We're going to keep our eyes on what's going on. Um, Nick Saban. Nick Saban, the king of football in America, and we can always start off every show with the king of football and what he's got to say or not say. Uh, they na- naval gaze Nick Saban. I think he's a great coach, but I'm not going to sit here and worship Nick Saban. That's not what I do. But I definitely keep on what he's saying. And we have to do that. Auburn fan, uh, I'm going to start looking your way. Get a feel of what's going on down in the planes. I'm not getting the phone calls and text messages about people who want to check on Auburn. I just know that Maybe it's the fact that they don't have a heartbeat right now in the program and people are just waiting until the spring game before they say something. The reality is there's no news. There's no big whopping news coming off the planes about what's happening in the spring. Maybe that's okay. Maybe they're being quiet because they've got it going or maybe they just don't have anything going and they're going to have to go back to the portal and get more kids. That's probably what's going on there. So I'm not really sure what we're supposed to do, Auburn. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. Ben. 
but I do know that people are gunning for Alabama, but Nick's not having it. He came out with a quote, and his quote for the day, he's always a quotable. I wish he just not said anything about the Alabama basketball team. I think he jinxed them. Uh, that's what I still think to this day. I think he should have stayed out of Alabama basketball. But anyway, oh, we're full metal jacket because we're no doubt disappointed in the very things that you pointed out. And I don't disagree. As a coach, you always trying to get your team to play on their full potential. And I really, and I really don't feel like maybe we got that done. This is Nick Saban talking about his performance of last year. The Crimson Tide, as you know, uh, dropped some big games and weren't even in contention uh, to compete in the Final Four. Uh, he goes on to say, you search for reasons why and how you can fix what happened last year. We, we have two new coordinators. We've got some new energy. We've got some new enthusiasm. We've got some new ideas, all beneficial. Hopefully they'll help us get these guys to play with a little bit more discipline to, and that's a word to be able to execute on a more consistent basis. So he's got all these words that he's saying. These words sound good. But at the end of the day, do they have any action, any PowerPoints that they can put up, any clips, any films that he can show us that that's actually happening? He's sounding like a CEO of a company and trying to tell us why he didn't meet his earnings uh, at the last call. And I just don't understand what he's doing here, but he's got an interview and, and people are, uh, are are clamoring for what are you doing? I mean, he did bring in new coordinators. Uh, they may have some new energy. I would like them to be able to show us that energy. Uh, they've got more enthusiasm, new ideas, but there's something about Alabama football that all they had to do was run the ball. I don't think that Georgia had anything that more, more special than Alabama. We just didn't run the ball. And some of these words that he's talking about need possibly to be, you know, to be done and not said. Uh, I like Nick. I really do. But he is a descendant of Michigan State University. Uh, that was my dire enemy, being a University of Michigan man, maize and blue. We look forward to competing against the Green Spartans over there in Michigan State. And born and raised in the South, I know that, uh, you know, these blood feuds can continue as they do in the Kentucky Mountains or East Tennessee. We know that. And, and Nick Saban's got a little green blood in his veins. Nick Saban still you know, probably talks to the coaches at Michigan State. That's why he hates Michigan, because he probably helps them. Uh, yeah, he does. And and Michigan State is a very liberal institution. And some of the words that Nick Saban has said in his interview, they probably would get banned because his old school where he coached, and he recruited me. And Nick Saban recruited me when I was in high school. I, I remember you know, getting recruited by Michigan State. He probably doesn't remember me. He's 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 recruited thousands of kids, but he recruited me. And I remember him being on the other sideline when we played against Michigan State. And Tony Mandrick was one of their biggest stars at that time. He's a big steroid freak, one of his ball players there. But he had a he had a tough time at Michigan State, and he became the head coach at Michigan State. So Saban loves Michigan State. He does. And unfortunately, Michigan State has come out and they've had a tough year at Michigan State. They've had a mass shooting on their campus 
not too long ago. And the University of Michigan played their fight song in support of those students at Michigan State at the University of Michigan home game against Michigan State in basketball. They, they, they were a great host and Michigan, Michigan, Michigan. I take my hat off for you for honoring and saluting a hurting campus. But at the same time, Michigan State wants to put their foot in the neck of Michigan and Nick Saban is their little, their little kindred brother because he was their a head coach. And this was going on at Michigan State though. Right now, they're banning words. Uh, they're extra woke, extra, extra. Read all about it. Michigan State is woke. Here's what's going on at Michigan State, and here's what's happening with them trying to ban words that you cannot say or write at Michigan State University. If you say them or write them, they can kick you out of school. Here's that story. State University taking on what they call bigoted phrases as part of their annual inclusive language guide. Get this. Some of those potentially offensive words on the list include America when talking about the United States and terrorists when referring to religious extremists. So there's two words right there that have been banned at Michigan State. The word America, America is banned at Michigan State. I mean, it's, it's one of these situations where if you're a sports guy like me and you're a guy who votes, a guy who understands that I can get out of real world and go into sports world and I can go back and forth very, very easily. That's why you listen to me and not other people. You have to understand that a school that bans the word America may not be a school that you want to send your daughter or your son, especially if you're a son or daughter of the South. And we're all American here. If you're trying to recruit kids out of the South and you want to say, well, we are going to ban the word America. What does that do? I mean, how are you going to say the Star Spangled Banner? How are you going to do anything that's all American patriotism? July 4th. Why don't you just cancel that? But they've banned the word America at Michigan State. And this is how I don't know the future is going to be. What's going to happen when AI, AI, AI and chat GPT are going to pick that up and they ban it? I don't know what happens when you write a paper, a historical paper, and you're in your history 225 course, 225 course, 225 course at Michigan State, and you can't write the word America because it's been banned. The word terror has been banned, even though it was a terroristic act for the trans community to back a trans person who went into a church and killed nine-year-olds and killed adult teachers who were doing nothing but teaching little kids. But the word terror has been eliminated from the words that you could use at Michigan State University. Unbelievable. It goes on. There's more. Also on the list, Christmas trees, bunnies, overweight, and... Christmas trees, bunnies, and overweight. Three words. Three words that have been canceled at Michigan State University. So I can't say Christmas tree. I can't say bunny. But I can't even be overweight. Maybe that overweight thing is good enough because maybe. Hey, everybody. This is Dan Bespris, host of Fantasy NBA Today, a daily fantasy basketball podcast. We cover every box score from every game every day. 
plus bonus shows on buy low opportunities, players to stash, schedule analysis, and really anything you could need to smash your league into deliciously tiny pieces. Catch the Fantasy NBA Today podcast, part of the Believe Network, on YouTube or wherever you listen. That is fat shaming. But why don't you say fat shaming is bad? But you said you can't use the word Christmas tree. You can't use the word bunny. And you can't use the word overweight. All those things are real. Look at what we're doing, America. Because that word America, that word America is no longer acceptable at Michigan State University. You can't say the word Christmas tree. Now, my Jewish brothers and sisters, what if they said you can't say the word Hanukkah? How would you feel? Now, how would you feel if they said you... You, you can't say uh, Pentateuch. How would you feel, my Jewish brothers and sisters? I need you to rise up, rise up, rise up. Christian lives matter. Now, all of a sudden, you can't say the word Christmas at Michigan State, which is the foundation of the birth of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Always trying to find a way to ban, ban, ban Christians. Someone successfully did that at Covenant School. And they showed you how they think about Christians. But Michigan State University is taking away the word Christmas and America. And they're taking away the word bunnies. Now, I don't like that because in bunnies, you're talking about Easter. So you're killing Christmas and Easter at the same time because everyone equates bunnies with Easter. And everyone equates Christmas with Christians. And people want to think, oh, we're well, talking too much politics, Chris. Uh, lighten it up. Well, your world is being taken over. Your world that you knew and your parents knew is over because people are trying to change language. If they can change your language, they absolutely can reshape this earth. All they got to do is change the words. Fortunately, overweight is a word that they also are trying to get rid of. Why? Because some people are overweight. I'm overweight. We all are overweight. Probably not Kelsey. Gen Z, skinny. But that's not a word you run away from. There's more. Nuts. Michigan State explains the crackdown, saying, quote, the origins of seemingly innocuous idioms or words may be racist, sexist, or ableist in nature. Audrey. I'm trying to figure out what's racist and sexist about the word bunnies. Now, there could be an opportunity for us to understand it more. I mean, it is Nick, Sab- Nick Saban's former territory. I'm not saying that Nick Saban believes in these things. But maybe, Gen Z, help me out on this. Maybe Nick Saban, maybe he did this. Maybe he submitted a word overweight to Michigan State and say, that's banned on my football team, so you should ban it there. Eh, what do you think? Do you think overweight is a banned word in Tuscaloosa? No, I bet Saban actually uses it extensively. He uses yeah, he it. Probably. <laughs> he, he probably uses it as a motivation. The word overweight. I mean, he probably uses that word. Even though he coached at Michigan State, no one is saying that he's a part of this in any way, shape, or form. This is the humor part. This is critique. This is analysis. This is journalism. Overweight is literally the, it's, it's a word doctors use. Instead of using the word fat, okay, that's all it is. It's just, it's like a scientific word for fat. And it's really not scientific, but it's anywhere between, you know, scientific and the word fat. 
Over what? Yeah. It's not supposed to hurt your feelings. It's a. It's I just saying you, stuff bluntly. I, it is. Well, in in the South, we are pretty blunt about what we say. I mean, the South is not one of those workaround words. Bless your heart. Although bless your heart is not blunt. I, but bless your heart. If you run from the South, if someone tells you all you newbies to the South, all those who have just moved in, if a person tells you bless your heart, you know, you may want to keep it moving because that's not a nice term. That's a nice nasty term. But overweight is a fact. It's a fact that you probably can see. And it's a fact that you probably know when someone's overweight. I mean, it is what it is. Or you could just say you're fat. I think that saying overweight shouldn't be banned because you should be able to have an alternative word to fat. And because Nick Saban, I guarantee you, he's yelling at guys and calling them, you're fat, you're fat, you're fat. He ain't even saying you're overweight. Christian, you're overweight. No, sir, I'm just fat. Those are words that we're talking about. And there are other words that they're banning. But banning words at Alabama right now, the number one banned word at Alabama right now is lose, lose, lose. That word is banned when you set the standard of Alabama football, which is all about them making champions. This is Christian Horn. We'll talk on the other side right here on The Sports Church. Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 